Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Wa Salatu Salama Rasulillah. All praise is due to Allah, the Knowing Creator. He created His servants and guided them to His religion and commanded acts of obedience and prohibited acts of disobedience. So whoever obeys Him is guided and saved, and whoever disobeys Him perishes and deviates. The creation is His creation, and the land is His land, and the religion is His religion, and the matter is His and not for other than Him. Allah said, Unquestionably, His is the creation and the command. Blessed is Allah, Lord of the worlds, designating a period of time or place sacred, inviolable or prohibited for the purpose of worship is only through revealed divine ordainments. Because magnifying and prohibiting is the right of Allah Most High. Worship is not performed except for Him. Glory be to Him. Otherwise, human authorities could place restrictions on a time or place, not in the sense of worship, but rather for the sake of a worldly interest for them or for the general population. The Prophet ﷺ informed about people placing restrictions when he said, Indeed, for every king is a sanctuary, and indeed Allah's sanctuary is what he made unlawful. And every time, place, action, or speech that Allah Almighty has prohibited is for the benefit of mankind. And their violation of its sanctity does not harm Allah Almighty at all. Rather, it harms them sooner and later. And the prohibitions from Allah are a trial for mankind to show who is conscious of Him and magnifies His sacred ordinances and those who are not conscious of Him and violate them. Allah said that has been commanded, and whoever honors the sacred ordinances of Allah, it is best for him in the sight of his Lord. And in all religions and communities, there are sacred times and places from the standpoint of worship. What is done in them is not done in any other than them. Their sanctity could be correct, but later abrogated. Like the case of Sabbath, Allah said, And we said to them, Do not transgress on the Sabbath, and we took from them a solemn covenant. The sacredness was lifted in the ordinances revealed to the Prophet Muhammad Or making something sacred could be a deviation with no basis, such as is the case of the places of worship of the idolaters and their designation of sacred times for worship, and this is found in many nations and from what Allah Almighty has made inviolable for followers of Islam, is the four months that are named the sacred months for their sanctity, and they are Dhul Qadah, Dhul Hijjah, Muharram, and Rajab, and their designation as sacred comes in Allah's book. Indeed, the number of months with Allah is twelve months. In the register of Allah, the day He created the heavens and the earth, of these four are sacred, that is, the correct religion, so do not wrong yourselves during them. So Allah, glory be to Him, has decreed that the months should be twelve months since He created the heavens and the earth. 
Accordingly, these months known to mankind were decreed by Allah Almighty, and He did not leave room for them to speculate. Otherwise, they would have differed and lost account of the months and the years, and they would have wandered aimlessly, not knowing the timings of the acts of worship. So it is from His mercy, glory be to Him, that He organized that for them. And he made his signs, the sun and the moon, such that none of mankind can accelerate or delay them or stop them or abolish them. And in another verse, And he has made the night for rest and the sun and moon for calculation, that is the determination of the exalted in might, the knowing. And in another verse, It is he who made the sun a shining light and the moon a derived light and determined for it phases, that you may know the number of years and account. Allah has not created this except in truth. He details the signs for a people who know. So the day and the week are determined according to the sun, and the moon and the month and the year are calculated according to the orbit of the moon. Thus, this regulates the calculation of time, Allah said, the sun and the moon, by precise calculation. For he, glory be to him, when he appointed times for worship, he made the knowledge of that based on the movement of the sun and the moon, and not calculations, so that it may be known by the unlettered, by the knowledgeable, by the ignorant, and by the astronomer. Otherwise, an error in calculation could misguide people in the timings of their worship. So the prayer is known by the sun's movement, and the timings for fasting and hajj are known by the crescents, Allah said. They ask you about the crescent moons. Say, they are measurements of time for the people and for hajj. That is, time-based milestones for people's activities, such as farming, trading, length of pregnancy, repaying debts, starting the fast, breaking the fast, when zakah is due, waiting periods to be observed by women after divorce, performing hajj rites, prayers, and other than that. And from the wisdom of linking annual worship, such as fasting, hajj, and aids, with the crescents, is that they are they pass through all the seasons. So worship is performed in their cycle in all seasons. So whoever fasts Ramadan in thirty years will have fasted in all seasons, including those that make fasting difficult and those that make fasting easy. And likewise, the repetition for hajj. So fasting and hajj take place in severe cold, in severe heat and in mild weather. And it is prohibited to violate through sins the four months that Allah has made sacred. And fighting is restricted within them so that people going to Hajj and Umrah may be safe during them. And their designation as sacred came upon the tongue of Prophet Ibrahim, peace be upon him. And the Arabs inherited that in speech and action, except that they tampered with them through a practice called an nasi which is postponing them, and it is a ploy that they use to allow the prohibited, as is the practice of the people following their whims and desires. Allah said, Indeed, the postponing is an increase in disbelief by which those who have disbelief are led astray. They make it lawful one year and unlawful another year to correspond to the number made unlawful by Allah and make lawful what Allah has made unlawful. 
made pleasing to them is the evil of their deeds, and Allah does not guide the disbelieving people. The pre-Islamic Arabs used to prohibit fighting during Muharram, but if they needed to do so, they made the month of Safar sacred instead, and they fought in Muharram. And the reason for this was that they had many wars and raids, so it was difficult for them to not fight for three consecutive months. They believed that if three months passed and they were not able to get any spoils, then they would perish. So they transferred the sanctity of Muharram to Safar. In doing so, they removed the restrictions from Muharram. And it was called Muharram, the forbidden, to emphasize its sanctity. The pre-Islamic Arabs used to alternate in making it sacred one year and not the next year. And Allah Almighty decreed the months as 12 months, four of which are sacred. And it is the correct religion that Allah is pleased for his servants. So changing the prohibition in it from one time to another is a deviation from the true religion in which there is no crookedness. And Allah the Most High has made changing what he decreed of the sacredness of the four months an increase in disbelief of the disbelievers. Allah said, Indeed, the postponing is an increase in disbelief by which those who have disbelieved are led, disbelieved are led further astray. So along with their association of others with Allah, they altered what Allah Almighty ordained of the sanctity of the four months, and that was an increase in their disbelief. And likewise is the case for every alteration of the ordainments of Allah Almighty, because it is defying and disobeying Allah Almighty in His command. And whoever circumvents Allah's ordainments to permit what is forbidden or to drop an obligation, then he has imitated the polytheists in fraudulently moving the sanctity of Muharram to suffer, to remove the restrictions of Muharram. And that does not stem except from the devil and from the soul that commands evil, that adorns making the forbidden permissible and changing the ordainments of Allah. Allah Almighty said, Made pleasing to them is the evil of their deeds, and Allah does not guide the disbelieving people. So beware, beware of transgressing the limits of Allah, the Most High, and violating His sanctities, especially in the sacred months which Allah Almighty has forbidden wrongdoing. Allah said, So do not wrong yourselves during them. Wrongdoing in the sacred months is belittling their sanctity, whether it is wrongdoing to oneself through a sin or wrongdoing to others through speech or action. Magnifying Allah's prohibitions is part of magnifying Him, the Most High. Allah Almighty said, Allah has made the Kaaba, the sacred house, standing for the people and the sacred months, and the sacrificial animals, and the garlands. That is so you may know that Allah knows what is in the heavens, and what is on the earth, and that Allah is knowing of all things. Know that Allah is severe in penalty, and that Allah is forgiving and merciful. From the virtues of the month of Dhul Qadah is that the Prophet ﷺ performed Umrah in it four times. It is most li the most likely correct uh, that he never performed Umrah in other than Dhul Qadah. Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The Messenger of Allah ﷺ performed four Umrahs, all of them in Dhul Qadah.
In performing Umrah during the Qaeda, the Prophet wasallam nullified the religion of the polytheists because they used to prohibit the Umrah in the months of Hajj and they used to consider it a grave matter. So the Prophet ﷺ countered them and did not perform Umrah except in the Qaeda. And it is one of the months of Hajj. And Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated, By Allah, the Messenger of Allah ﷺ did not send Aisha to Umrah during the Hijjah, but to discontinue the practice of the polytheists. So this indicates that countering those who associate others with Allah and distinguishing Muslims from them is a great principle of Islam. It follows under Allah Almighty's words, and who is better in speech than one who invites to Allah and does righteousness and says, Indeed, I am of the Muslims. So Allah, glory be to him, made being proud of Islam from the breast of speech, no one can be proud of Islam except if he cherishes it and turns away from the ways of those who associate others with Allah and is distinguished from them. And his religion suffices him from their religion and his rights suffices him from their rights and his celebration suffices him from their celebrations. So he is happy with it in this world and the hereafter. Allah said, Whoever does righteousness, whether male or female, while he is a believer, we will surely cause him to live a good life, and we will surely give them their reward, according to the best of what they used to do. O oh Allah, make us among those who uphold your prohibitions and magnify what you have magnified, and make us among those who are proud of your religion, and cherish it, and hold on to it tightly. Indeed, Allah is all hearing, answering. هذا والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله.